Hello, everybody. Another podcast segment. I'm recording it right now on my walk. What time is it? It's 3.45. It's like when I usually take my walk. So, as I was saying, the dog is kind of spazzy today. And this is where we're at, where it reminds me so much of babies. And when you Ferberize your children, that's, you know, Dr. Ferber, healthy sleep habits, happy child. And... um, Once you read a book like that and you sign on to what they're prescribing, which is ordered sleep for your baby and for you, there's no going back, right? So the first night when you febrize your baby, it's like, for us, it was like three hours of Wolfgang crying. I mean, just absolutely torture. And Ray is like, just flipping out at me, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe we're doing this. And then, but you, I had to remain strong because you're like, dude, we, we're, we're two hours in or whatever it is now. Like we can't turn back. And also you had to like have faith in the process and the process said by night three, you'll be like, you know, with whistling Dixie and sure enough, you know, the first night he cries three, the baby cried three hours, second night, an hour, third night, 20 minutes, fourth night, right to bed. And you're like, holy shit. I can't believe it. You're so relieved. You're so happy. You get your life back and everything is great. So that is kind of what's happening with the dog. So, you know, she gets manic because she's overstimulated and she will like go on a pillow or whatever and just like fall asleep. But that, that's not like, like very restful sleep. You know, it'd be the same as if you like, you know, drug your, your toddler around and let them always be sleeping in the stroller. I mean, yes, every once in a while, you know, if there's something you can't avoid, that's all right. But uh, that's not what you're going to want to do every single day, you know, because your kid's going to be like all crazy. So even though you like when you're younger, you see like, like cool parents, like party parents, you know, taking their kids out in strollers. You know what? Those parents need to be parking it at home or getting a babysitter because children need to sleep. Children need to sleep. And so do puppies. Um, so uh, I was, I've been like coercing Greta to go outside. Uh, I look at Greta and she's exactly like me, like body wise, skin wise, except for I'm kind of more golden and she's more pink. And what I know about being a woman and being me is that you need to get a lot of exercise and we look better with a tan. I know, it's vain, but I don't care. So I'm, you know, I'm like, go put on one of your bathing suits and come outside. But this is not, they're not like a laying out generation like we were, you know, where you'd be like 68 degrees and we'd be going to Molly French's house and like go up on the the roof and lay out from 3 to 3.20, you know, or whatever, (laughs) 4 to 4.20, dude. So um, those two were, those, so then Ray and her were playing Frisbee and I heard the rumble of my dad's Corvette because my dad is practicing social closening, I think, not social distancing, and it's really pissing Ray off, (laughs) and it's so hard when it comes to your parents, because, like, that's my dad, you know, and I haven't, like, hugged him or anything like that, like, you know, but we're we're probably, like, four feet away, so he pulls up, and he's like, I want to see the dog, again, just like the baby, you're like, well, the dog is sleeping, um, and then Ray 
is like, you know, I'm regarding him kind of as rude because he's being so far away from my dad. I mean, I'm talking like, you know, 20 feet away. You're like, God damn, dude. Say, I mean, I'll be like, did you say hi to my dad? I'll be like, yes. God, you're picking on me. Um, so yeah. So then he went not tearing off, but you know, he's, he's enjoying the day. My dad is one, not one to be idle for very long. He stays busy. He stays very, very busy. So um, now I forgot even what I was going to come on here for. Oh, I know what it was. So Tracy sent me a text saying that when I complain about Ray, I sound like a real bitch. No, I'm kidding. She didn't say that. They like it because then they're, they're having similar struggles during this time. And I'm glad that I can you know, provide, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you know, when, when people share their miseries and you're having this, a similar problem, then you don't feel so alone, you know, it makes you feel better. So thanks for saying that, Tracy. I mean, Jill, uh, it definitely has been a, a time of adjustment with, you know, everybody being home all the time. I don't have a big house. Um, the basement is completely occupied with Wolfie's shit. And his, he's got a big bedroom, too. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, you know, he's very athletic. Or, <laughs> Oh, my God. That's so funny. He's definitely not athletic. But he's very, um, he's very, very smart is what I was going to say. And he, and, and so musical and all these things. Like, when we play cards, he, he counts cards in his head. I mean, he's just another level this kid and so freaking funny so you know you don't want to be like too bitchy about like a little messy room and stuff although today he tried to float this one by he's like so some people I know they're doing this thing where they stay up till midnight and then the assignments are posted at midnight and they just do the homework right then and then they go right to bed and I'm like no dude why would you do that and he's like, well, then it's done the next day. I'm like, yeah, but you've stayed up till like 2 o'clock in the morning, and then you have to sleep till noon. I mean, like, the whole thing is nuts. And Wolfie is very heavy-footed, and, like, I, he cannot do anything quietly. It's okay. I mean, he's just, like, he's like the puppy. He's just kind of, like, all limbs and uh, growingness, you know, just like, whoa. Um, so everything's pretty good. I remember why I got on here, though, now. Around the corner from us, there's a big Catholic family that knows Danny Donovan. I wish I could remember their last names. I can't. But the moms are all physicians, and a couple of them are, like, from Ireland. And then this woman is not from Ireland. That's my neighbor. But they had a group of eight kids. They couldn't have been nicer, you know? Just, like, the most adorable kids. And every time I go by there, they're, they're so very sweet to me. I like your hearts. Look so awesome. Everybody's doing rainbows in their windows. Um, so today I went by. So the children age probably from like 7 or 8 to like 8th grade, you know, or maybe even a freshman. I don't know. It's hard to say. And they're SJC kids, and they are the nicest smiliest, most pleasant, kind to each other children. 
And every time I walk by them, I just get like a, such a warm feeling, you know? I'm like, God, it's so nice. And I said to him yesterday, I said, isn't it so nice that you guys have each other to play with? And even the oldest sister, who you know has like ton, probably has tons of like babysitting duty, was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, you guys are too cute. So today, they were using like blue painter's tape and they were creating like stained glass, like a stained glass effect on the sidewalk squares. And I complimented them on it and I took a picture and then the boy was like, I still have the tie-dye that I made with you. And I thought about how incredibly blessed I am to like be with children. And then it made me miss school a little bit because I do, I do love to be with them, you know, and hear their sweet stories. And they're, they're so honest. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, like most of my students are so sweet. And I think most people actually are really, really great, you know. But like what happens in life where people people get ruined, you know. Um, who knows? But like, or maybe that's just a pessimistic thought. Now I'm like really off onto some like dark thing. But I guess what I'm saying is I'm marveling at the sweetness of children and others during this potentially like dark sad time you know like they are still being outside and um, walking animals and loving each other and doing house projects and that's really really cool so um that's all I got for right now everybody have a wonderful day it's national beer day and I got news for you news for you yo I'm gonna drink some beer today I just, I feel it. I feel it coming on, and I didn't yesterday. So, peace out, everybody. Good morning. This is Heidi B. Talk of the Town. It's a little noisy right now because they're cutting down the tree next door, which just yesterday, Ray and I said, we wish they'd cut that tree down because it's dying. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at one of my trees right now. I'm like, I should cut that one down too. But, you know, your, the trees, the root systems, I feel like are what keep your, keeps your basement from flooding. You know, like all these like monster mansions all over the place here, you know, they're, it, it makes everybody else's houses get water in the basement because these lots weren't designed to have, you know, 80% of their ground covered and the people with these really deep basements, you know? Um, anyways, but that's not why I came on here. This is a little segment I want to call Deep Thoughts by Heidi B. And um, I should have, I, uh, I need to do better. I need to like edit this with music, like some soft music. So imagine some soft music as I say this. Most mornings when I get up with the dog, often I will see what I can only assume is a snail trail on the sidewalk. And what do I mean by snail trail? I mean like a little ribbon of goo that goes across the sidewalk. And I think, where is, where is the snail? Where is the slug? What a journey that snail or slug must have been on to get across this piece of sidewalk. That's all I have. Deep Thoughts by Heidi B. That one, if it was 
you know, a haiku or something, we would call it Snail Trail. Goodbye. Hey, it's Heather. Maybe you're thinking of your mind the wrong way. Maybe she's like a wandering Google. You never know what you're going to get, but it'll be some information. Hello. Good afternoon. This is a very cranky Heidi B. It is 3.34 and you probably hear Wolfie noodling on the guitar down there, which is fine. You know, you cannot have a child that's musical, like cooped up all day every day without ways to express himself. So what he does is he creates a loop of his own guitar playing, which would be like the rhythm guitar, and then he plays lead guitar to himself. Fine. So there's that. Then Ray is like chilling big time in the recliner downstairs. And this has been a problem for me with cell phones in general is that like everybody has no fucking idea what's going on ever. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever they're like looking at or reading, they're like so engrossed in that that you, you there can never be like a quick exchange of information. You know, it has to be like I, I speak and as we've brought up, Ray is also hard of hearing. I speak, no one hears me. And also there's zero MYA, which is move your ass. Move your ass. When I ask for help, because I don't ask for a lot, I need compliance. All right. So for example, with Wolfie, who's such a good, nice boy, you know, we'll be like, Wolfie, can you do this or that? And it is like snail's pace, you know, just like do to do. And you're like trying not to get frustrated because that's not the kind of person you want to be, you know. And then with Ray, for the entirety of our marriage, this is the response right now. Yeah, right now. Right fucking now. Let's go, you know. So I was trying to give the dog a bath. And I, you know, if you, if, if you could, if you don't know me by now, uh, what I mean by that is, if you don't know my, blah, 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 if you don't know me by now, what you should know is that I move fast. Let's go. So I walk in the door with the dog, with the dog and she's been kind of stinky and she's rolling around in the dirt. And I'm like, let's just give her a bath right now. And we did it the other day, and it was like a three-ring circus. So I was hoping it would be better. Because the trouble is, they're strong, and you don't want them to hurt hurt themselves. So I bring the dog upstairs, or she'll go up the stairs, but she can't go down the stairs. And I take out all the, you know, um, dirty towels and put them on the floor. And, um, you know, so I put, put her in the tub, and she's like skittering all over the place. And I'm assuming that Ray's like two steps behind me, but he's not, you know? So then by the time he gets up there, like the crisis has passed. I've given up on it. I'm fucking pissed, you know? And then he's pissed because he's like, why'd you start without me? Because I don't want to wait around anymore. All right. And I think it's important to note that the only time I get like this is when I'm severely overtired and I don't know what I'm going to do because I cannot keep getting up at 430 in the morning and starting the day. It is too early. So yesterday, I just was like, I have to go back to bed. And Ray was fine with that. And then today, I was like, it seemed only fair to like let him go back to bed. So I did. And now I'm a fucking zombie. And my house is never quiet, so I can't take a nap. You know, I'm just getting really upset. Um, 
I don't know what to do. And then the other thing is, I know everybody's trying their best with the new dog, but truly I seem to be the only one that like knows what to do. You know, like in terms of like, oh, the dog's acting crazy, chuck a treat into a crate and shut her in the crate. And she'll, and she probably won't even whimper at all. And if she does, it's for two seconds. And it's just like with a baby or whatever. Like, you know, you can collect yourself. They're overstimulated. <sighs> okay. But the most, the most annoying thing in the entire world, I'll tell you what it is right now. It's very noisy right now. So goddamn noisy. And then Ray will like fire up some jam on his phone and it's widespread panic and it sounds like today's hot country and I'm like what the hell is this is it not noisy enough for you already and again last night with turning something on full volume in bed who the hell decides that like nighttime when you're going to bed is the time when you're gonna like listen to some jams oh my god so that's all I have to say about that Heather thank you for the phone call um what what can you say about my mom? I'm so annoyed. I can't even handle it because she's going to she's been calling me cuz she wants to like lengthen the celebration of this communication with JY from Sticks and I can't I can't get excited for that. I don't want any part of this. It's weird. Stop it, you weirdo. So, let me take you down a little trip down memory lane everybody. In our lifetime, my mom has like decided like on like some crusade for this and that. And before you know it, you're having lunch with like some old lady because my mom decides that she needed some looking out for. Well, you know what, mom? If you want to look out for this old lady, go ahead. Don't make your teenage daughters like go pick her up for Thanksgiving. And I'm sure you're like, oh, that's so nice. Whatever. Just whatever. Maybe that old lady was a bitch and that's why your family doesn't want to hang out with her. I don't know. We don't know. Um, okay, so this is Cranky Heidi out. <laughs>